Yo, what's going on everyone? This is Caesar Walker, aka the cool, calm, and collected one. Oh, is this me? <laughs> this is Ronnie Gatry. Are you Gatry. serious? <laughs> this is Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And listeners, please forgive me, but I've been on 10 for the past seven hours, and Walker's not ready for Gatry, me stop talking. Okay. Listen, we've joined forces to form the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance. <laughs> And a space where people freely speak their minds. Uh, we also are want to let you know that we're recording on a Saturday. Guess who made time for me and you guys on a Saturday to record? Caesar Walker. Gatry. <laughs> Mr. Gatry. He made time. What? Dude, we don't have anything going on. You don't? No. Uh, no, I disagree with that strongly, dude. He made time for us. Walker. No, I, I want to thank you. I just want to thank you. Look who's flexible. Will you stop flex? That was a no flex zone for you. You would not flex. Saturdays are usually a no flex. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> At any rate. So Gatry's been up since two. Hold on, man. What? You, we didn't finish the intro. Okay. Make sure to check for us at the tipping point, T H A, tipping point.com. And the reason why we're not recording on a Sunday, guys, is obviously this is going to be Mother's Day weekend. So, of course, we got to show the moms love. Uh, and uh, we want to say send a special shout out to all the mothers who listen. Um, how many of them are? When we want two, one. If my mom counts, then we get two. OK. Um, my mom is listening once. Oh, really? Yeah. OK. My mother-in-law is listening. Too. Ah, so that's three. Yeah. You know what? We've got a road trip today. Mm-hmm. We're going to listen again. So my wife listens. That's four. So we're up to four. It's, it's forced listening. Happy but Mother's it's Day to all four of the mothers who have listened to this podcast. <laughs> um, but no, we're going to be doing that. And so uh, spending time with them and just, just let them know that we appreciate it. I mean, I let my, my mothers know that On they're the appreciated. the Yeah. Right? So, but anyway, you silly Americans make us think that we have to be special about it one day, one particular day. Well, the mothers buy into it as well. Yeah, Whatever. I would, I would, I'll put it to you this way: I would like to see you because we had a conversation about this. You and better you, believe you had a did. conversation too with with, with someone with online. a mutual friend of ours, right? Be honest about it. Sure. Are we going to that now? Yeah, let's go ahead and okay, go. Okay, okay. That's not what we talked about pre-recording. No, okay. but we're gonna let it flow. Okay. You know how to let things flow, right? No. Clearly. I'm super uptight. So, <laughs> Walker, I, I happen to run into one of your black friends <laughs> recently. <laughs> you told me to bring energy and you keep killing me. <laughs> I just have to, I have to, I have to put emphasis on that, right? Okay. Okay. So, I don't know why, but it, go for it. Anyway, friend of ours. And, you know, he, he approaches me. This is after a workout. He says, hey, man, what did you get your wife for Mother's Day? And, you know, I talk, I'm, I'm not going to say yet because who knows? My, my wife may listen. No, 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 no. This won't be ready before the end of Mother's Day. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, t- I got her a little towel pro thing because she loses her keys all the time. Blah, 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 blah. Sure. Um, so, he was like, man, um, that, you know, it's a great gift. It's very thoughtful. Do you struggle with finding a gift for your wife? And I was like, yeah, my, my wife is... You know, she can get whatever she wants. So it's hard for me to find stuff. So whenever I do think of something, I get something. And it just, it, it just made me think like, what, why, why the emphasis, right? 
I understand mothers are important. I, I understand that. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from that, but it adds anxiety to the holiday for everyone involved that has to show attention to said moms, right? Okay. And it's just like, my, my thing is why? Why, Walker? And hold on, hold on, because I know you've got to say something. Soapbox. <laughs> and your your friend and I were having having this, I guess, curiosity sesh. And we were just like... It's sesh? Just, yeah, I said it. Um, and we were just like, why does it have to be structured this way? You're not black. <laughs> <laughs> we had a sesh. <laughs> Kill yourself. <laughs> Continue, sorry. Uh, but it was just like... We, we just harped on all the angst that goes in to doing something for this day that while it is important, if you want to be honest about it, we show our love for our moms. On Most of us do on a daily basis. And to flip it, if you're waiting till Mother's Day to, to make sure your mom knows that she's appreciated, you got some other things you got to do. Right. Or you, and if it's your mom or if it's your wife, who's the mother of your kids, blah, 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 blah. These things should be exercised every day. And that's just a point we kind of harped on. So um, I'm going to stop there because I, I feel like you got something to add to this. OK. I don't disagree with anything you just said. All I'm all I'm going to say to you is I need you to put together a PowerPoint presentation and do that for all the mothers around and see if they buy into what you just said. It, and, and I will. I won't probably do it in PowerPoint form, but I'm not afraid to ask the question. You can ask the question. And, and Walker, I, I'm selfish, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think about me, right? Okay. Yeah. A little bit of the time. But no, you I mean, yeah. Father's Day, right? Two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Father's Day. Okay. Well, Nobody gives a crap about dads. Exactly. Nobody cares about the dads. But my thing is, there's no angst on her. Because the thing is like, it's been the same thing just about every year since I've been a dad. If I can't have a round of golf, don't give me anything. And it's still cool. Yeah, but it's, it's different for moms. You know this different for them. I know, but I'm just asking why. I'll put it to you this way. I'll put it to you this way. I'm... Okay, being married, so you have this beautiful benefit of having like both sides of the family, like not in the same city. You have this beautiful that's gift. That's beautiful? That's a beautiful gift. You wanna know why? Because you don't have the pressure of visiting both on the same day or spending time with them on the same day. Touche, Walker. Keep okay? talking. So both of them never know what they wanna do until the day before. Too late to make plans or anything. You just gotta wing it at sure. this point. Both of them want their time and all this and that. If I told them that, you know what, you know what, moms, I don't like this, 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 this day that people have conjured up where I show y'all my love and appreciation every day. Why do I have to buy into the pressure of giving you these things and giving you all of this and, and fitting it into an unreasonable day where everyone's a rat race, everyone's trying to take mom out to eat and whatever. To see how well that goes over with either one of them. Let's we'll see how well that goes over. Well, it's okay to have the conversation, right? Oh, it's a, you can have the conversation, but why have the conversation if you and I know it's, it's going nowhere? Well, I just want to know. Okay. And then I know it's, it'll get emotional, like we're moms, we carried you in our womb, we do everything. I, mean, I get that. You can't give mom this one day. I can give her this one day, Walker, and I, I can give her 300 more. And she'll take them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It didn't mean I don't love my mom. Sure. 
No, I mean, I, again, I agree with you. I'm just saying. Why does that to be about gifts and all? Yeah. Why, why, why do you have to get something? It's a commercialized day. And now you're, now you, welcome to the tipping point, Walker. Now you're with me. Keep talking. I told you I agree with you in the beginning. I know, but I'm trying to be dramatic. Trying? <laughs> anyway. Um, so, what my point is, is that, dude, it's a commercialized holiday. But moms have bought in. So good luck trying to give this whatever spill you and our mutual friend was trying to have. You can talk all day. Or you can talk to you blue in the face. Guess what your friend and our friend is going to be doing on Sunday? And guess what yeah, you're going to be doing on Sunday? Mother's Day now. Yeah. There you go. I'm cooking for mom. There you go. So I'm cooking for my mom and my wife. But I always cook for my family. So it's like, it's whatever. But, yeah. but I'm just saying, you, we're all going to be somewhere catering to moms. Okay. So you can you talk to you blue in the face. As far as I'm concerned, bust down. Yeah. You see what I did there? Sure. You don't? No. Blue face, Tatiana, bust down. Talk to your blue in the face. Oh, I don't know the lips to this song. I don't listen to rap music. I, I listen to Christian music. You know who else who listens to Christian music? Ooh. Steph Curry and Aisha Curry. Are you sure? That's a great segue. That, that, was, that was well played. Let's talk about uh, what everyone's been talking about this week. Sure. Um, do you want to take it away no, from here? Because I you, want, I want you. Well, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. You got to set it up. Me, okay, okay. You got to set it up. I, I want to get the black Twitter, but let, let me. Let Come me. on, we've been doing this long enough. Yes, when okay. I pass it to you, it's for a reason. <laughs> okay, you can't pass it back. Yeah, Jr. Smith. <laughs> no, he didn't pass. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So um, Aisha Curry has been uh, in the headlines here lately, uh, or whatever this week. I think I think it started like last week. Yeah. She was on Red Table Talk with yeah. Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett's a big fan of our podcast. Lo- love Jada. <laughs> we love Jada Pinkett. She's a friend of the show. She is. And we're we are big fans of Red Pill. And not Red Pill, but Red Table Talk. <laughs> and if we're being honest, Jada Pinkett's gene pool is magnificent. I'm just leaving it there. <laughs> Her mom's. Thank you. I was about to say the real ones know what I'm talking about. But anyway, Aisha Curry was on Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith. And uh, she made a comment about, or someone asked if she ever gets jealous of essentially groupies throwing, throwing themselves at her <clears> husband, <throat> right, Stephen Curry. And she was she was honest about it. She was like, yeah, you know, um, I, do get, I do get a little jealous. And to that point, I, you know, I'm kind of mad that more guys aren't sliding into my DMs. You know, so um, it and and Walker, I'm going to continue on. I think I think everybody stopped there with that comment, as we tend to do with media coverage, right? Sure. We just we we're we're blessed that we can just pick and choose what we want. But I want to get before I go in on Aisha. We come to conclusions without getting the full context of what was said. Sure. But I I think there's there needs to be some level of attention paid to the latter part of what Aisha Curry said because there's there's value there. And in a nutshell, it all really boils up to she deals with a great deal of depression. Okay. And uh, you know, then then they start talking about mental health and everything and right. she she gave a little bit about she shared a little bit about what she has to deal with day in and day out. She doesn't travel with stuff. Somebody's got to care for the kids. Absolutely. She's a she's a present mom. We know that. That's a lot. They got three kids, right? Right. So, you know. One of which we know is is a lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I heard that part and I was like, hold on now. We're trashing Aisha? But let's, 
let's let's consume the totality of her comments, right? Because I think I think this this loose talk of guys sliding in my DM is is a derivative of her depression, mm. right? Because I mean, and if I can be totally honest here, I <laughs> my my wife has never come to me and said, "Hey, I'm dealing with depression," but. I, I live with my wife and I see what my wife tries to take on day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. I only gave you I only gave you a piece of what Aisha Curry deals with. She got the chef thing going. She got I mean, she and she does some kind of makeup stuff like she's she, got other she, ventures. She's got things she's working going. out she's, here, Walker. She's got things going on while you're at your desk on Monday. She's out here working. Yeah, that was supposed to hurt. That was blood. I don't even know why I did that. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know why you did that. I I hadn't said nothing. <laughs> Goodness. But at any rate, like. To don't hear- you sit at a desk too? <laughs> God, you're so phony. I am. <laughs> you said this was a safe space, so whatever. You did. I did. <laughs> you're safe to say that, but I'm thinking the nerve. <laughs> The, 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 the unmitigated gall. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, hurt people hurt people. <laughs> right? At any rate. Um, but yeah, so 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 having having a, a somewhat of a peek into that, I can get where Aisha's coming from. Mm-hmm. Now with that said, I'm going in. <laughs> Or unless you wanted to, no, yeah. I'm gonna let you go. You gonna let me go? Walker? I'm gonna let you cook. Okay, Walker. In processing this information, whether it's a derivative of depression or not, there are still some things you just don't say, right? And I had to put myself in Stephen Curry's ugly Under Armour shoes and think, how would I feel if my <laughs> wife said this? Those <laughs> shoes are ugly. Those shoes are ugly. They've gotten better. They're ugly. They've gotten better. But I had to think. They've gotten better. Just because they're not... By the way, you do have a Nike bias. Can we admit that? They're, if it's not Nike, it's it's going to be pretty much ugly. You, sh- you haven't shared any new information. Okay. So you're biased there. Who but cares? Go ahead. Okay. They're biased you, for a reason. What's on your shirt? Get me out of here, man. Walker, don't do this today. I'm ready for you. I've been trying to get you out of here ever since we started this podcast. <laughs> I've been successful Walker, on Walker, a few tapes. Listen to me. You're not ready for me today. I'm ready for you. <laughs> You've been saying this since we started. This is the truth. You coming here with a Nike water bottle. You're telling me I've got a Nike bias? You do. You do. Dude. You can go back to previous recordings where I've worn Adidas. But how how are you, Mr. Pot, going to call me black? I'm Mr. Talking? Kettle. Listeners, he's taking a swig out of his Nike water bottle and telling me I have a Nike bias. Other than my shoes, I have nothing Nike on right now. This isn't technically even Nike. Shoes is a derivative. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, at any rate. But I thought, what if my wife said this? Okay. How would I feel? And then I think about, and this this is kind of bad, but I think about where Steph Curry is right now. Playing in these huge, these these heavy, these very important games against the trashy Rockets, right? But they're still important games. And then you got to come in here, and you got to come in here and give give my opponent like ammunition against me, dude. If I'm guard, if I'm if I'm Iman Shumpert last night, right, and I'm guarding Steph, 
Hey, hey, bro. You need me to slide? <laughs> I mean, you know, because it's trash talking the NBA, right? Sure. Maybe not as much in the playoffs because there's a lot more on the line, but, you know, it's just like you don't do that right now. Okay. And who knows? Maybe they've talked about this. Maybe she's been honest with him and shared, shared this with him. Maybe she went over what she was going to say with him and he said, you know what? Yeah, be honest. Who cares? But, but I you, got a, you I did, got a problem with you it. You got a problem with if it. If my wife is saying these things, uh, it's cut. Let's talk about this. Okay. So, But you're assuming that they didn't talk about it. No, I'm, I'm saying what if. Because we don't know. So just like the guilty people that consume parts of the media, we're doing the same thing. Interesting take that you that you gave here. Um, I'm going to listen now, Walker, at least for a few seconds. So I've, I've, I've listened to people's opinions. I've listened to what she said. I'm like, what's, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. Oh, there's nothing to see here. We live, we are truly living in the age of outrage and you are the embodiment of it. Number one, let's get into one thing. She said, she clarified her statements at the beginning. She was talking about mental health. The whole premise was mental health, but she clarified her statements by saying, this is a bit of a insecurity for me, which, which let's admit most, if not all women, I haven't met every woman, but most women that I have met are insecure about some things. Is that true, Gat? That's very true. You're married to your wife. Yeah. Haven't you discovered some insecurities? Absolutely. Let me ask you this. Have some of those insecurities made sense to you? Uh, not one of them. Okay. Not not even one of them. Not even one of them. Okay. I'm being dramatic, but some yeah. Some insecurities can make sense. Yeah. You know, I, I hate to dump on people, but an unattractive person is insecure about their looks. We would get it. Right? True. Right? Okay. Right. So, but it's interesting when we see attractive women women that we're attracted to our wives, for example, reveal insecurities about themselves. Sure. Most of these insecurities to us as men are void of logic. Okay. So if we apply logic to it. We're cutting the insecurity up, but the woman still feels it. Right. True. Makes sense. Yes. So if Aisha is revealing to a table of women, a panel of women, an insecurity she has, then why are we trying to apply logic to it and make sense of it? It's an insecurity, number one. Number two, I feel that Aisha is insecure because of Steph's, because Steph is a star. Have we not considered that? He is a star. He's, and he's, he's a different kind of star. I was telling my wife this. He's, yeah, he's on another stratosphere. Steph reinforces groupie behavior. Steph is what a whole bunch of groupies wish they had. Think about it. We all know He's the image super... from the playoffs a couple years ago. <laughs> right? <laughs> What's your year? What were you talking about specifically? Where he was walking back to the bench and the camera got the lady sticking her finger in her mouth like... <laughs> right. She, right. She appeared to be extremely ratchet. <laughs> right. The memes from that was epic. Right. right. But I'm right. just saying, father figure... He devout Christian seems to be a de- you don't think so? No, he no, has- no, I'm with you. I'm with okay. you. Um, okay. I'm just saying, you gave me a look. I was like, no, did no, I say no. nothing wrong? No, no, you're right. Okay, devout Christian. He got his 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 baby girl in, in his arms during a press conference. He you see him with her all the time. 
he is what groupies wish they can turn the guy that they're involved with into. Hmm. Am I right? True. Okay. So when you see this guy, isn't that going to draw extra attention to him? No. No. Well, because it's Curry, yeah. That's all I'm saying. So if women are coming up to them, if women are coming up to him on the regular, and you got to remember, Aisha's a celebrity, but she's not a star. She's got a, she's a chef. She has on. So you mean to tell me she's a star like Steph? Well, don't nitpick. It's her stardom ahead, on the level of a Steph Curry. Right. I'm about to nitpick. You go ahead. You go ahead. It's her stardom on the level of a Steph Curry. No. Okay. So my thing is people are drawn to stars. If anything, she reminds me a lot, even though she's doing a lot more than this person, but I can see a, a Savannah relating to her because she's low key. Compared to LeBron, Savannah ain't no star like well, LeBron. True. Right? Yeah. But, but if Savannah's you're, not on Red Table Talk either. She's not. But my whole point is, if I'm insecure about other women stepping to my guy, even though I know my guy is faithful to me, he's an NBA superstar. He's going to be an NBA legend. He's going to be a, a Hall of Famer. Hall of, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? People are drawn to him, and he's a nice guy, which means he's not a jerk. So that means even more people are drawn well, to him. There was that one game in Cleveland where he threw his mouthpiece. That's jerk behavior. And he wears ugly shoes. Can you not have ADD for five seconds? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Squirrel! <laughs> Ooh, no, can- that was you. Ooh, candy boy. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Yes, so yes. my whole thing is she that's an insecurity. Why are we why are we knocking someone for an insecurity when we know good and god doggone well we have insecurities of our own that don't make sense? Who are you? Who are you to judge this woman because of that? I'm I'm a man who's married to a woman as well who would have an issue with her publicly stating that she wants attention from other men. She don't really want that attention. She doesn't really want that attention. She doesn't really want it. She doesn't really want it. Because you just prefaced it. If she's talking, if we're on the subject of depression, and if we're talking about insecurities wrapped in this, then I'm going to say stuff that doesn't make logical sense. You don't really want the attention, but you do. It's, It's on the same level. Oh, great example. Have you ever been at work and a group of people were going to lunch and they were and they didn't invite you and you mm, felt the way about it? Yes. Even though you knew you were going to say no anyway. I probably wouldn't have said no, but I want to go to lunch with y'all. Okay. So it's almost like that. There's a lot of people who you don't get invited to the party. Well, I wasn't going anyway, but they could have at least invited me. How much sense does that make? Okay. There were times like that. Yeah. Okay. okay. You you see what I'm saying? I had to think, but yeah, you're right. You're right. From a logical standpoint, she wants something, but she doesn't want it. And it's wrapped in this insecurity of her husband being this larger than life superstar. And her dealing with women throwing themselves at him. Okay, Walker. That, That makes sense. But let's stay with this conceptually, okay? Do I have the right to have similar insecurities considering where I am? Do you have the right? Yeah. We all have them. Okay. I don't even know if it's a matter of having a right. We have them. 
just goofy stuff that we're insecure about. Right, and, and, and I'll be honest, this is this is me being vulnerable again, I don't care. But um, my, my compared to me, my wife is on another stratosphere as well, right? I, I can remember a time where my wife had expressed to me, whenever we go out, I feel like you run into a handful of people you know, right? Okay. Well, I'm from here, like, okay, I'm gonna bump into people from high sure. school. It's just, right. just like when we go to your place, they they shut the city down. <laughs> but but I, I, I believe that's not hard to do. Right. Population <laughs> seventy. <laughs> Two phone calls is done. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, but I guess I guess that was a little that was a covert insecurity of hers. Okay. Right. Fast forward six or seven years later, my wife's business has grown exponentially. Mm-hmm. Now what? Even even this morning when I took my son to karate, as we're walking in, I go in and grab us a seat, and I'm thinking my wife's right behind me, and I look, and she's dealing. I mean, she's got patients coming to her. Yeah, you know, right. whatever. So, I mean, it it, it it doesn't make me insecure. It's just like, well, this this is great. I mean, my wife's got influence. She's doing great things. Okay, yeah. whatever. But at that moment, you say it's okay for me to reveal if I did have the securities, I can come on this microphone and say, hey, look. I'm insecure about my wife knowing more people than I do. But I'm he, a social butterfly. So my whole thing is, is that what you're the blanks you're not filling in that you don't have to fill in is how do you know they haven't talked about it? Well, that's true. Yeah, we won't. We don't have those. You don't have that. Yeah. And Steph have since then come out and supported his wife. Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Yeah. I'm like too busy pra- focused on the negative. He praised her for being having the courage to speak out and help women who are dealing with similar things. He's been supportive of that. Really? Yes. Yes. That happened recently. So Walker, Walker. So I, that's I wanna, the, no, no, no. Get, I want to get this clear. Your wife goes out and says, "I want attention from other men." You're okay with that? Am I okay with it? I'm not okay with it. But at the same time, she prefaced everything by saying this is an insecurity. So if your, the wa- moment if your wife she has says, the same preface you're okay with it my thing is the moment you say insecurity i know everything that comes behind this is going to be lacking logic because when my wife talks to me about her insecurities i'm looking at her like she has three heads she's making no sense to me but it's so real to her i can tell her you're beautiful till i'm blue in the face but for some reason she's she sees these flaws right Again, here's another example. I was listening to uh, uh, an interview Rihanna did years ago. And Rihanna talks at every stage of her life. Because Rihanna has gained a little weight. She's thicker now and looks still looks great. But when she was thin, at every stage of her life, she's talked about the insecurity she's had. And I'm thinking to myself, if this girl is insecure about her body, mm-hmm. if she has issues related to her, because I've learned a, a, an important thing. People have issues that are unrelated to you. True. Even though it may come out or be projected onto you, you're not the cause of it. So listening to Rihanna talk about, and I'm thinking this woman can have, she can have whoever she wants because she's been personified as beauty and she is an attractive woman, right? True. But if she's dealing with body issues and issues with how she sees herself, then what do you think the next girl is dealing with? Aisha's had three kids. Her body's not the same, right? And you got women who 
perfect figures, different of all shapes, coming at stuff left out with and a right. Lady that's got four kids, and she looks like, I mean, she like she hadn't had one. I mean, she just you, some women. You got to think. Yeah. You, you got the creme de la creme coming at stuff. Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. True. So true. you mean to tell me all these things going on with her? And she's not going to be, ins- and that's not going to magnify what insecurity she already has within herself. Are you serious? Okay, Walker. And we're so quick to judge people. I'm I know, like, and I'm guilty how, of that. Listen, how many girlfriends are mad because somebody like their boyfriend's pick who works at Walmart? <laughs> you think you can handle what Aisha's dealing with? F out of here with that. Get the <laughs> F out of here with that. Kill yourself. That's all I'm saying, dude. What we're what we're getting outraged about is normal stuff. That's normal stuff. We're all insecure about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And none of it makes sense when you get down to the nitty gritty of it. There's no basis for it, which is why a lot of us don't even make our insecurities known. And and see, Walker, that here's where I feel like a hypocrite. Because I love being vulnerable on here. I love being vulnerable to, to you know, to anybody that's you know, honest enough to ask the question, right? I'm putting my insecurities out on a lot of my vulnerabilities, right? And that's brave. It is. But here's why I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I don't think anybody's coming at me, well, but here I am. I'm well, doing the same thing. I used to, well, you are because you're a savage. <laughs> go ahead. But here I am. Casting stones at Aisha for doing the same thing. You know what I think? I'm too? a hypocrite. I know what I. You know what I think too. I think people just don't like it, Aisha. Why? I don't know why. Well, I haven't. I'm I, crazy I, about I, Aisha. Okay. I think she's a, I, she's attractive to I, me. If we're being honest about it, most dudes don't have a problem with Aisha. I think it's women that have a problem with Aisha because she got Steph. It's a combination of things. Here's my theory. Okay. A few years ago, Aisha made a tweet about how women who are not, who are wearing less clothes these days, she made a comment on Twitter about how she prefers to keep the private things covered and kept, you know, concealed for her man. Sure. I prefer to keep it classy instead of trendy. And I think that rubbed women the wrong way. So they're just waiting on her to, yeah. Then you got this perfect, she's a pretty girl, three beautiful children, married to this great guy who's a superstar, which is a rarity, right? Yeah. Usually guys who are that good are sociopathic or, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like he seems rather normal. Right. If that makes sense, right? (laughs) Seriously, you you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he's a very even-keeled, balanced guy, right? He seems to be faithful to his family, like, yeah. family guy the whole nine, oh, right? Yeah. She has this, quote-unquote, perfect life as a result of that. And it's it, it's human nature for people to not get behind people who seem to have this perfect life. Then come off as though they're better than other people. Because that's how it's, a lot of women took that. It's how Cardi has gained appeal. Right. She's been open and honest. About she's her sharing, struggles. Yeah, she's sharing so the So now the it's easy to root good. for the underdog, right? You're rooting for the underdog because you 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 invested in this rags to riches story. Right. But from looking at Aisha, she's been winning from, from day one compared to a lot of people. We don't know what she's going through. Well, we, we sure don't. We have a glimpse We sure now. don't. We, right. But no one wants to hear it now. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we've already established this perfectionism right. complex. Yeah. Right. 
Right. And it didn't help the comments, which really and truly, nothing was really wrong with her comments because my thing is, is a hit dog will holler. If women are offended by that, that's interesting. But I, I think it's a combination of things that people couldn't wait to sink their teeth in her the moment she opened up about that. When really, people should have been applauding her for being bold enough to even share that. Because most insecurities don't make sense when you reveal them to the public, much less your significant other. True. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Nothing to see here. Kudos to her for even being brave enough to share that. And I'm pretty sure she helped somebody who's dealing with similar stuff. You think she helped any white people? Why you ask that? Oh, because I'm trying to segue. Mine wasn't nearly as smooth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You're a white correspondent. (laughs) You're not black. Dude, yeah. Okay. Not even close. So you want to get into, let's get into, uh, did you have anything else? No. And I, I will say this. So you were ready for me, right? No. I, you have put me in my place on that particular topic. What else is new? Um, this is what you do, right? <laughs> light work. <laughs> this is Saturday, <laughs> Saturday work for me. Um, you want to get into discussion trash? No. What? I had I had the things white people ask Gatry <gasps> You That's love these. Right. I'm right. That's right. That's why I was trying to segue we're, into it. We're bringing back things white people ask Gatry. Yes, I've got another instance. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's great. Go ahead, man. So, Walker. Um, <laughs> I'll just get straight to it. On Thursday, I was on a party bus <laughs> with, with a few other oh. professionals. <laughs> Dude, is your job hiring? Like, crews? Party bus. Real estate. Real estate is a totally different animal. It's a whatever. More on that in another. My job is lit. Like, I did. I went to a dirty rock plant <laughs> a few weeks ago. Via party bus or no? <laughs> we passed one on the way to the plant, though. You might have been in it. Oh, uh, I didn't know. I, I knew we were riding with a bunch. I of hate people. you, Aisha. <laughs> hate you perfect life i (laughs) i i knew we were riding with another group of real estate professionals to the golf tournament right okay i did not realize it was gonna be on a party bus so here i am only black person more or less guy on the bus and uh you know people are drinking you know this is 11 a.m so i'm like (laughs) it's karate night i'm not drinking (laughs) that is hilarious (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with you guys, but it's karate night. Responsibilities here. By karate night, he means his son is in karate correct, and he has correct. to go. He doesn't want to be the drunk dad, <laughs> black drunk dad right. at karate practice doing the most. Exactly. Or or better yet, explain to my wife why I can't take my son to karate. Whatever. Sure. So uh, anyway, so everybody's drinking. Everybody's having a great time. Just show up to his practice drunk and just claim to be his uncle and just see what the just see what happens. We should do that as a social experiment. Okay. Yeah. We gotta film it too. Well, that's the only reason we should do it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So everybody's drinking, having a good time. Again, 11 a.m. I haven't even eaten lunch, right? So even if I thought about drinking, wouldn't be a good idea. Right. So um, we're having a good time. Da, da. We get to the golf tournament. It, it gets totally rained out. So, you know. Sure. Somebody gets the idea, the bright idea, since this bus has been rented for the whole day to go to Top Golf, which I'm like, okay, this is cool. 
And um, we get back on the bus, people are still drinking. And uh, the guy who's kind of hosting it plays this song called Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Okay. So uh, I'd never heard the song before. As wide as I am, I've never heard the song before. So, I mean, everybody on this bus is singing along. And it's just like, this, this song is taking people to a special place. And here except, I am sitting there. Yeah, here I am sitting there with my phone scrolling. Looking at lyrics to be like... No, oh. I'm not looking at the lyrics. Oh, I, you're just on something. I, you you I, disconnected. I, 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 if I'm being honest, I'm responding to emails. <laughs> okay, you know. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd met everybody on the bus by this point. I can't really contribute to this. Yeah, I might as well be productive. Signing off. Yeah. So, uh, this one lady sitting next to me looks at me in disgust. <laughs> and she asked me, Walker, Oh, do you not like this song? And I'm like, no, it's, it's, I mean, it sounds okay. She's like, okay. She's like, this is Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. I said, yeah, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, can I be honest with you? And she said, yeah. I said, I've never heard this song before. <laughs> I can't do that sound effect. You know, the record stops at the party. Right, right, it's right, right. So everyone, dude, it's like, it, it, it's like we were this close. And I, w- I wasn't talking at my normal volume, but everybody heard it. And so every, I mean, I'm talking, not everybody, but most people look at me and like, you never heard this song? And I was like, hey, that's it. everybody relax. You know, hey, I heard the movie was great. <laughs> right. That's because that's exactly what came to mind. Walker, you? this was offensive. Whoa. So I'm like, okay, I can sense there's, <laughs> there's some angst, right? So I'm like, yeah, th- wasn't the movie based on this song? And everybody's kind of looking at each other like they don't know how to answer. And I was like, okay, look, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> so my boss, uh, white female, uh, she she's she's with an eye shot of me. She comes in and she tries to do damage control, right? So these are all people you work with, or are these people from different from different, from different companies. I'm gotcha. there with two other people I work with. Gotcha. But you know, I you know, I'm a social guy, so I'm not gonna go and just cling to the people I know. I'm gonna meet people. Who knows? Somebody may want a new podcast to listen to. Sure. Um, which I did. I did pub our podcast like crazy on that bus. Did you? Yeah, I don't care anymore. Like, listen to it. You may hate it, but you. May so love for it. those of you who are listening, he's talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, my boss tried to do damage control. Didn't work. The guy hosting. So they're disgusted with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It, like it's on. They're like, done with you. Like I've got, I've got the Uber app downloading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking, Walker. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, if this goes south, you gotta break the, gotta break the ice. Yeah, I gotta eject out of here. And Give I'm it up for Jesus, out. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't God great? <laughs> So the guy, the guy hosting the the uh, the party bus, who's beyond drunk at this point, he he gets on the there's like a little catwalk in the middle. He walks up there and he says, "Look, everybody, relax." So look, we're gonna play some black music for Ronnie. <laughs> Dude, my boss, my boss's face. <laughs> Plum red. Yes, dude. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so things are awkward already due to me. And now, like, we've taken that awkward and we've supersized it. <laughs> Thanks to this drunken guy, right? 
So I think I think they call it liquid courage for a reason. Seriously, this has killed the vibe on the bus, and like, and I feel guilty because I'm thinking maybe I should just act like I knew it and just like mouth some of the lyrics or whatever. That would have been even more awkward. But anyway, I'm preaching brutal honesty to my kids. I've got to be the embodiment of that if they're going to learn. So, hey, I've never heard the song before. I think that's fine. I just didn't know how serious of a song this was to this group of people. Yeah. So um, the buzz is killed. That you know, my my boss goes and talks to the to the guy hosting the party. The buzz. song isn't even playing anymore. No, if it is, I can't hear it. I'm sorry. I just spit on you. <laughs> Brutal honesty. I'm sorry. We need the studio. <laughs> we need more distance. Anyway, um, we need the studio. <laughs> so so yeah. So that that's kind of my my thing and that the rest of the rest of the day was kind of awkward i had to leave early anyway they end they end up saying that top cops about eight o'clock but you know i had to leave because i had to get in my car so i could go get my boys and do karate you know so um no so so that's that's kind of what happened and it, it just spurned so many thoughts and i thought of black people culturally if the if the demographics had have been reversed would we have been so, and I guess it depends on the person, but we, we've been so abrasive with a person that did not know Frankie Beverly and Mays? No. I'm, I'm thinking more times than not, we're welcoming them in and we're saying, okay, listen, here's what this song's about. Whatever. You know, like, it, but it's not like, <gasps> you know? <Right>. So, <clears throat> anyway. So, that, that was it. No, I, I, I was about, a, about two weeks ago, I was traveling um, to Oakland and I was in, I was getting ready to board my flight. Okay. I had a layover in Vegas, I think. And um, there were some ladies in front talking amongst themselves. And I can, you know, because we're so close, yeah. getting ready to board, you can kind of overhear certain conversations. And so it was like three white women. Like one was, you know, an older woman. They 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 appear to be older. Okay. Than than you know appear to be older women. But one woman, you know, I, I don't think she. I mean, she probably. I'm sure she identifies as white, but she looked. She looked like she was of a different kind of descent. If that makes sense. Interesting. Um, so they was talking about music, and she mentions Beyonce, right? Mm-hmm. And what was so, I think she was saying Beyonce was, Beyonce had a Netflix documentary. She mentioned her documentary. Sure. And um, when she mentioned Beyonce, the other women were like, I mean, whatever about Beyonce, right? And so the girl goes, or the little woman goes, don't hate on Beyonce, da 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 And she was like, she was like, I think Beyonce has a documentary, right? And the other women were like, I don't know, like. No, check for Beyonce, right? I wanted to like make eye contact with her and and say, yeah, she has a documentary. She is dope. I wanted to kind of give her that, yeah. but I was like, I'm gonna stay out of this conversation, whatever. But it's interesting to see music that we identify with. And granted, there are a lot of white people who love Beyonce. Yeah. But also too, it's interesting to see how when you cross different cultures, how that same artist is received. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I just think it's a cultural thing more so than anything. And I think when you're of your culture and ingratiated in your own culture, that when 
other people outside of your cultural steps in is kind of a shock for you because everyone in your own ecosystem knows this artist, knows the music, knows its significance. Right. Right. So I can see how that works both ways, but in most cases, yeah, I think most, I think most black people know, like, this is, this is our music, our sound or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I think there's a problem with that. Like, I don't like the term black music or white music. I believe music is so artistic and it and it's just in its most generic form that it doesn't need to abide by the <laughs> the well, constraints that we put on each other socially. Well, it's powerful. If, if man. we want to be well, it just depends. It just depends on again, it's culture. Hip hop culture no longer that applies to because hip hop has become global. Like you got people listening to hip hop across the world. True. I true. mean, you went you went back to the Bahamas and they're playing like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. So I think hip hop has become so global to where I don't think you can put it in this unless you're going to be a bigot and be like that's that black stuff. But hip hop is global. Right. I think there's some aspects of our music that it is because we're the only people who have the appreciation and love for it. You mentioned Frankie Beverly and Mays. Yeah, they can travel all over the world, but I guarantee you amongst our culture they're beloved the most and appreciated the most are they our queen probably you know i mean it's so hard we're not gonna get into semantics here but i mean you got your earth winds and fires your temptations i mean the list goes on and granted the temptations and earth wind and fire they had a lot of crossover success and people love them yeah Yeah. so i just think it's cultural i think it's within your own ecosystem man i i just i i feel like everybody has a responsibility to I guess value your cultural beliefs, but don't 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 shun other people. Respect that don't the have fact them. that there are other cultures yeah. out there, and people. And it's, okay. And it's okay that Queen wasn't playing in the household that I grew up in. Like it is all right, and I could see if I was on the bus, like oh, we need we need to turn turn this off, play some. No, I was sitting there, I was receiving it. It's minding your own business. Yeah. Now am I gonna am I gonna go on my own and listen to that song ever again? Probably not. But <laughs> I mean, it's, still, right. and it's okay if a song doesn't resonate with you. Yeah, it's okay. Because I'm pretty sure you play Travis Scott for a lot of those people on the bus, and it's like, what is this? Exactly. So yeah, it's it's yeah. I think I think it's a matter to your point. It's a matter of respecting each person's ecosystem and what they gravitate to, and just let them live. Sure. So cool. Um, you want to get into discuss the trash? You better believe I do. Okay, what you got? Um, today's not trash day, Walker, but we're taking out the trash anyway. Boom. Yes. I guess I'm kicking it off. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I can kick it off. No, no, because I'm already in the zone. Oh. <laughs> Uber was your player of the week last week. Sure. Uh, if you, if you haven't listened, it it was it was incredible. Uh, <laughs> I listened to that upstairs. I listened to that. I was on my fourth listen when you called me yesterday. Okay. And you're trash for not calling me back, by the way. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Uber was our play of the week last week. I'm trash for, for that. For that you can live with that. I can live with that. Yeah, I just sleep last night, Walker. Oh, dude. <laughs> you know how I slept, Walker? Looking at you. You didn't sleep. I was staring at the phone. There like, you go. It's my signal. I was rebooting my phone. Walker's calling me back. <laughs> Everybody relax. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I did he right. Um... Uber and Lyft have a strike Okay. that they're planning right now. Before I get into this, 
Discuss or trash? Trash. Okay, you're next. <gasps> I'm, I'm trying to be better, Walker. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to do better. You deserve a treat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Met Gala. Yes. Okay. Discuss. We're going to discuss this one. Yeah. All right. Um, biggest takeaways. There, and I can't remember who it was. Um, I, Walker, I don't even know what the Met Gala is for. Right. I know. I know. It's. I know. It's a fashion centerpiece. Right. Okay. I'll put it to this way. I'm not going to get into the specifics because people listening to our podcast don't care and low-key you don't either i don't if you want to be honest i don't but that that was prefacing where i was gonna go met gala is a big party with a who's who in the entertainment industry well clearly not because i wasn't there well the who's who of the moment because you you had tiffany haddish was there kanye and kim they go just about every year um michael b jordan was there lapita was there these people have been in doing some, you know, they've been in the news lately. Okay. Outside it, of you. It's really just a place to show new fashions or very It's a costume fashion. party. Okay. It's a cost because so, there's a thing every year that they do. Walker. And so people dress up like they wear like this elaborate. Did you see Jared Leto? I'm just going to get right to it. Uh, Odell Beckman. Uh, Odell oh, Beckman. With the kilt. Yeah. But did you see Jared Leto? No. He came in. With something weird, weird on, and then he had his head. Mm. He had like a bust of his head that he was walking around with. Interesting. So you can't. So you can see his. Okay. So he had. It was like a a, a, he was, he a headless his, body. Yeah. A headless he like, body. He, he walked in holding his head. Well, that get the people talking. That'll We're work. Talking about it now. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Right. Um. Who else? Um, Tiffany Haddish came in dressed as a pimp with chicken in her purse. What you what you got for that, Gat? Uh, <laughs> stereotypes, line one. <laughs> Check off all the lists. Check everything off the list to get people talking, right? Right. right. I don't. Uh, hmm? I, I don't have anything that's that it's disgusting. That what she did was it's, disgusting. It's disgusting. But if you're if you're going if you're going for attention. I'm not really here for that, but I understand. Um, you know, I've had-ish. Hmm. So, so you didn't like and that, what, huh? What's, what's your guy Kanye doing now? Is he, is he just like, I'm going to be as basic as I can be? In he's, this? he's my guy? Yes. You're the biggest Kanye fan on this podcast. But I he, didn't know that. Yeah, like a Dickies jacket on and like everything else was just basic. Um, He really hasn't been... Like doing a lot fashion wise. Well, his hair changes colors, but I don't know. Um. Okay. The, the Mets are right. It's just. It's, it's just, just it's interesting. Rough. It's just interesting to see people in what getups they dress in. Right. Um. I wasn't gonna mention someone else, but we can move on from there. Okay. Forty million dollar Bitcoin hack. Let's discuss this briefly. I want to trash it. Okay, trash. Okay. <laughs> Nobody cares about Bitcoin anymore. <laughs> you are right about that. <laughs> I was hey, so. Did you invest in Bitcoin? I invested in Bitcoin. Uh, you, did you pull out? <laughs> My pullout game was straw for Bitcoin, not so much. <laughs> that was awesome. That was all. Clearly, my pullout game is 
A1. <laughs> Top shelf. No, Bitcoin was just... I, I had a lot of close friends who were who had big gains off of it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I was like... And then the crash came. Yeah, but... Trending, trending analysis is a thing, thing of mine, right? Especially when you talk about investments. And I just got to a point to where I was like, these these gains I'm getting for this little amount of money that I invested in Bitcoin are too good to be true, right? And so I just didn't have a good feeling about it. Hmm. So I remember texting a homie of mine like, "Hey man, look, I'm ready to back out. Like, what do I need to do?" Hmm. And so I backed out and I cashed out. Literally. Almost 30 days later, the bottom fell out. I was shocked to see this article about Bitcoin getting hacked. I'm thinking, like, how do you hack something that's dead? How do you hack something like what Bitcoin promised to be? Right, right. So, um, cryptocurrency, blockchain, blah, get it out of here. All right. Um, The abortion laws in Georgia? Yes. I'll see your abortion laws in Georgia and raise you abortion laws in Alabama. But you first, though. We're going to discuss this. We just discuss it generally speaking. Okay. Like, what what are your thoughts on it? Are you are you are you for pro life? I am. Am I for pro life? I am for. I am actually pro choice. Okay. Uh, and my wife has educated me on this because I was extremely pro life before. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess in the industry, my wife's in. She's seen a lot, and there are there are certain situations to it's out of control of certain people um, to where an abortion may make sense. Well, you were pro life before. Yeah, I was like, and now yeah, you're pro choice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, I mean, if I'm going to be brutally honest about it, I mean, a woman gets raped. It comes from that. I mean, you're taking, you're taking, yeah, you're speeding us along to Alabama, but, but, uh, yeah, go continue. Continue. So, that that <laughs> was, that was the one thing that transformed my thought. Kind of like you transformed my thoughts on Aisha Curry. So, so, so let's bring, so that brings us to Alabama. Sure. We just skip over Georgia, okay. right? Because well, I want to know what Georgia's done because Alabama has Georgia to do basically something has passed i think the governor passed it to where abortion is illegal um after six weeks Mm, okay after six weeks um of being pregnant so yeah like that's that's pretty they pretty much have because most people aren't going to know until like right around that time really yeah some people don't know okay right. unless you're planning for it and expecting and, and you're looking for it right yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying that, that's a good point um but yeah they they passed it like and his rationale for it is that we are we are pro-life we value every life we value and i'm thinking to myself you big freaking hypocrite right sounds like me <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you value you value these these unborn babies, and you treat them as a life. But you see yeah. where I'm going with this, right? C- c- go on, Walker, because somebody may not. Right. But you are looking under every through every crevice, every crack to find a possible rationale for why a cop shoots an unarmed black person. Well, it's, it's And it's always something they did. Walker, it's what I like to call business continuity. All right. We've talked about the big money in the prison, you know, sure. so they, they got they, these people that run these got families to feed and they want grandkids to do well. Yeah, 
But I mean, my thing is bring, if that's more. if that's the logic, you can't bring a you can't bring a dead person into prison. Too shy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't justify anything. What people so there's always an exception when it comes to black people being unarmed. So so when you when I hear these blanketed statements like we value every life, we value you know what I'm saying, sure. and we're gonna work to protect these lives. I don't see that same energy when stuff happens to unarmed black people gotcha. when they're being shot by I police see, officers. I see what you mean. I was I was reaching there, but okay. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't see that same energy. Okay. I'm just dealing with his statements, the governor, who of course many people feel he cheated yeah. uh, Stacey Abrams out of, which I'm pretty sure that's probably evidence there. Right. You know, right. you never, never know. Well, well, one thing I can give Georgia credit for Walker is they at least said they at least got to the bill and signed it and made a decision. Um, some of your closest friends out at the, the Senate of Alabama is Oh, it's a cluster. Yeah, it's yeah. a mess. And I don't, I don't mean to talk bad about your friends, Walker, because I know you have close relationships with a lot of these dignitaries. So you don't have any friends down there? No. What you're saying? No. Gotcha. My friends are in higher places. But you're white, so you, you mean to tell me you, you don't have any? I'm blackish. I'm not going to explain this every episode. <laughs> to our point, though, to our point about, about, because I, I, I think there's a happy medium. Because we didn't get into my 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 belief oh, about abortion. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I believe there should be a happy medium. I believe there should be extenuating circumstances by which you just named that Alabama removed as exceptions to the abortion law that they're trying to get passed. Right. Right. So incest or rape. Oh, the, those two have been removed. Those two have been removed as exceptions to the abortion law. They didn't even get a chance to vote on it. Yeah. They just, someone made a call. Okay. Um, that's, that's Alabama for you. Just Alabama for Lord you. Have mercy so, so I feel that a woman should have the right in those cases to choose whether or not she wants to bring that child into the world. I agree. I don't agree. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't agree with. I don't agree with abortion because there, there are also exceptions. A woman has to choose, okay, if this is a complicated pregnancy and I may not make it. That's a real concern. The baby may not make it. Right. Or both. Um, she has to make a decision. Sure. And she should be able to make that decision. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I, I think there's a balance to it. Now, are we going to just create opportunities for people to be irresponsible? I don't agree with that, but I don't, I think there are, what I'm saying is I can just go out and just have unprotected sex and, and I can just, club up, yeah. and just abort the baby and keep it moving. I don't, I'm not cool with that. Although at the same time, that is her choice if she wants it to be. But I feel like for women who fall into these categories, where we can humanize and identify with the person's struggle and see that she clearly has to make a decision of aborting the baby. We shouldn't make laws that prevent her from doing such. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so to see what Alabama is doing here just shows is exhibit Z of why our state can be so backwards. Well, and let, let me let me add to that. Um, so it was placed on the Senate floor earlier this week, uh, the punishment for 
said abortion that's going into this law that Alabama's still trying to yeah. make official. They tried to get away with abortion being a felony. Yeah. 99 with 99 years. <laughs> Crazy. These people are nuts. Dude, if you haven't seen it, there's a video of the reaction as this is being presented. Classic. It, it sets Alabama back. I mean, I guess another century, I guess, but <laughs> literally 99 years, Walker. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, wow. Yeah. Sweet home Alabama, man. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't, I don't know who's next. That was one of my topics. I don't know um, Common released a new book, Let Love Have the Last Word. And he was on a breakfast club this week and he detailed how he just talking about spreading love in a sense of being understanding towards other people. Um, may not agree with, with each other, but we can respect people's position. Okay. In the book, or there's a section in the book, and he talked about it on the Breakfast Club about how um, he was he was uh, sexually abused as a kid, as a nine year old, um, by another another male. Mm. Um, discuss or trash? We gotta discuss this. Okay. Um, I I have been a big Common fan. Um, I loved his albums like Water for Chocolate. Um, Great features. I mean, great hip hop classics. I used to love her. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Right? Hip hop legend. Um, big fan of him. Um, proud to see him venturing off into movies, just showing his other talents and other things there. Big in the community and whatnot. And uh, just seems like a really good, genuine dude. Yeah. Right? So I'm proud of him for talking about this. You know what I mean? And talking about it from a standpoint of, you know, we all have our own challenges from things that have happened to us early on, but he, he, he's not someone who has worn his issues on his sleeve. That makes Mm, sense. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty neat to see him like speak up and say, Hey, this happened to me and, and someone can learn from it or. This is, and he talked about the conversations he had with his daughter mm. and his children about it. Like, hey, like this is something that I want you to know. You can talk to me about it. And, you know, he talked to his mom about it before he put it in the book. And his mom didn't even know. Oh, wow. And it, and it just goes to show just how you have to you have to create this safe space. And he kind of alluded to this as well sure. on the, during the interview about how critical it is to create a safe space for children to talk to their parents about things that makes them uncomfortable. Okay. You know what I mean? And he just kept, re- you know, there's one of the things he worked, he's working on to reassure, hey, if anyone, because I think his oldest is like about to graduate co- or have graduated college now. Oh, wow. But he has younger kids, you know, sure. whatever. So um, he was just saying, like, you just work to create this environment where you can talk to me about anything if something if someone touches you or does something like this talk to me you can talk to us you know what i mean and i think that's one of the things he wasn't sure about if he could or what so it is one of the things he kept with him and so 
he's had his challenges as a result of that, just in kind of sometimes trusting people and that whole nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great interview. Okay. Like I encourage people to listen to Did he it. give any tips on <laughs> how to open up this dialogue? Especially with your kids, is it, is it in the, it's, it may be in the book, okay. but I don't. I, he yeah, didn't really that, go into too easy to just give out. Yeah, I don't think he really. Well, you know, and, and here's the reason I asked Walker. Uh, I, I I'm not going to be. Uh, excuse me. I am going to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I do have issues with my oldest son being in a Catholic school because we know what happens. Sure. What has happened, you know, in Catholic institutions, mm-hmm. and so my my discomfort for this. Has is morphed into, you know, it, it, most nights I'll read my son a book before we go to bed, and I, I usually I usually try to give him something mm-hmm. right after I read the book. And um, one thing that I'm consistent with is kind of like what you said: if something happens to you, if, some, if somebody hurts you, if something makes you uncomfortable, you know, you can always tell daddy about it. Right. I just I'm I'm kind of I kind of scrutinize my own methods of sharing <clears throat> that with them because. I don't know if that's too much for a five going on six year old, but I do believe in consistency. Right. And so he knows if I keep saying that, that, if, you know, if, it, if something were to happen, hopefully that'll trigger. Right. So I, and the only reason I ask is that if, if I do need to go buy the book to find some other, <laughs> find some different methods of conveying that to him. I mean, it's, it's definitely something I would encourage you to research. Okay. Because okay. I intend to do that. Gotcha. My kids come on the scene. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think it's you, a crazy world. Yeah. It? Yeah. And, and and I think what, what I'd say the biggest thing I took away from listening to his interview is that not that I didn't know this, but when you hear it's so easy to stereotype give a stereotype of people who've been abused. Nah. They're either very sexually active and promiscuous or another stereotype they're gay. Right. Or it, it, there's some visible thing that we say, okay, why are you like this? Yeah, Then yeah. you hear that they were molested and abused as a child, like, ah, ah. that's why, right. right? So but when you see people like Common talk about it and he's not out there with whatever right in fact he's trying to promote love exactly. right so when you see people like him who i'm gonna use his word i know it's politically incorrect but they seem normal uh, yeah. right yeah right they seem they're, they're not wearing they're not wearing what people perceive to be a defect on their sleeve sure right sure so when he talks about how he was molested as a child it makes you wonder how many other people walking amongst us are suffering in silence mm, yeah, right? right and i think it is incumbent upon us to even have even more dialogue with our children the next generation as well as amongst ourselves creating a safe space to talk about these things sure absolutely and i think and, and again i talked about how when you grow up in dysfunction you'll normalize abnormal behavior right yeah. so oftentimes even amongst our generation we have to talk about our family dynamics and how some of these things have just a, just went under the radar for a lifetime. Right. Like how come Common's mom didn't know about that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like how come Common? Like why do our kids feel like they can't talk to us? And that's one of the things that it, it was on a Cosby episode. I remember. Um, I think the episode was one of Denise's friends found out she was she felt she thought she was pregnant but she was scared to tell her parents, 
right? Mm-hmm. But she ended up not even being pregnant. She ended up having some something going on with her body. Yeah. But the issue was like like Cliff went home and got Claire or whatever, and they called the kids down and was like, "Hey, do you feel like you can talk to us about anything?" And they were like, "Yeah." He was like, well, you know you can talk to us. And they were like, okay, cool. And they went back upstairs. And he was like, no, 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 no. You stay right here, yeah. right? And then they started getting into it and just going off of passive experiences. When they would get in trouble with other stuff, they didn't feel like they can talk to the parents. Uh, right? Right. And so they were like, dad, let's say I took the car. And I went with my friends to go get something to eat against your permission. Yeah. Can I tell you that without you losing it? And now the parents are like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, we gotta- <laughs> right, right. Because see, see, now it's a can of like you've opened up Pandora's box. Sure. If you want your kids to talk to you, then you gotta always be in a position where you're prepared to hear anything without reacting. Right. 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 And the reaction is the key. That that's what's gonna be what gets me. See what I'm saying? Right. And that's what they're looking on. So they're like, I can't talk to you about this. You flipped out when I took the car down to da 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 da. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like kids are looking at that. I mean, I we we've been kids before. Sure. We 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 knew there were certain things I would not talk to my parents about. Yeah. You know, because my, of the reaction you because of the reaction. Sure. Especially previous generations where they were so quick to go to the belt or quick to go to the whatever you know what i'm saying right and so you want to talk to them but i'm not volunteering to get in trouble right as a kid <laughs> and so we we have to talk about how we create a safe space where you can discipline your child but also allow them to be able to freely talk to us about things right right um and i think that takes work that takes some research and reading and 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 Open conversation and dialogue amongst True. the family. I think it. I think it's better to start younger. Absolutely. You know, than to try to implement you're that. On, you're on the right track. Yeah, you're on the right track. But anyway, that's good stuff, Walker. Yeah. All right, you're uh, Callum Murray. Trash. You didn't, a, even, you didn't even let. Okay. NFL trash. Okay. Congratulations to him, though. It worked out. I was I was concerned. I'm not mad at the guy. I was concerned about. I felt like he should have took the baseball money Me because too. I didn't think he would have been a high NFL draft pick. But the hype beast is a mother. Oh my goodness! Congrats to him. Silly us, right? Yeah. Um, Chris Darden with uh, resigns as Eric Holder's uh, attorney. Who? Discuss or trash? Trash. Okay. Chris Darden is a big hoot to me. We said enough about him. Okay. Here go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You, you, you took me somewhere. <laughs> Come back. Okay. Oh, podcast. Okay. Hey. What? <laughs> um, during my inability to sleep last night, um, I saw the Warriors pull off something that I thought was pretty spectacular, considering the situation. It's spectacular? I think so. How is but, it spectacular? Uh, before I answer well, Discuss that. or trash? Yeah, discuss or trash. Discuss. Let's okay. discuss this. I want to hear this. All right. So... Uh, <laughs> The Warriors, without Kevin Durant, went on to beat the Rockets to proceed to the. How Western is Conference. that? How is that impressive? Because Walker, here's here's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you want me to go. I thought the Kevin Durant injury was part of the NBA rigging to get us to a game seven. What? <laughs> 
And then Kevin Durant was gonna come back in a la Will Willis Reed and Will, pun intended, the I Warriors. See blood in the water. <laughs> to the Western Conference Finals. Come on! As I watched this game in utter, <laughs> utter uh, shock last night slash this morning, um, it may have dawned on me a little Come on, bit Dad. that my, my, my alleged rigging of the NBA is still true, but maybe just not accurate. <laughs> so what I've challenged myself to do is dig a little deeper and find maybe better storylines. Do you realize you just said nothing? <laughs> Do you realize you just said nothing? <laughs> You're not going to get me to admit I'm wrong about the NBA being rigged. It's rigged. It's still rigged. Okay. But if anything, it just shows me it's rigged for the Warriors to win. Because okay. you know you know they're coming out of the West. Oh, now especially. Yeah. What do you have to say, Walker? I mean, but you knew Jordan and the Bulls were coming out of the East, but that, that mean it was rigged for them? No, it was a different era then. And I'm not sure. I think David Stern was a commissioner for most of Jordan's uh, career. I'm not sure if he was as into rigging as Adam Silver is. Okay. I have nothing else to say here. Okay. I was about to get nostalgic with you. No. Because you got like Jordan just kind of rolled into the NBA and started getting rings. And no. Jordan had to earn those. I'm just saying based on your logic. Like, I don't think you, you go work on your logic. You have no logic yet. <laughs> okay. Um, but congrats to the Warriors for uh, advancing. I, I thought, I personally thought it was impressive. But this is one of the things that my wife and I got I to gotta get her. I was out in Oakland and she said, you don't have to buy me no Golden State stuff. I was going to buy her some Golden State stuff. Translation? If you come back here without Oakland or Warriors? No, she didn't trip. Oh, okay. She didn't trip. Okay. No, no, no. She means what she Sounds says. Sounds like a trap door. No, no, no. <laughs> she says what she means. Okay. Got but it. I was still going to, I was still thinking about doing it, but I wasn't sure how this season was going to, like this, this series was going to pan out. Gotcha. Because if Warriors lose, she would have been like, you got the receipt for this? Cause she's a bandwagoner. Uh, she's okay. a bandwagoner. Yes. Now it looks like they're going to be into the finals and they got a good shot of winning this. Um, provided. I would say it's safe to size the rings at this point. So I'm going to get her, I'm going to get her a nice shirt so that she can wear when the games come on, she can root for it. Okay. So yeah. Um, she doesn't listen to the podcast. So it's not like, a, yeah, yeah she's point. fine. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but, um, her, she's always been frustrated with the way that they play. Like when they lose games like they did against the Clippers, she would be upset. Right. And someone made a point to what Stan Van Gundy has been saying like all season long. And I feel like this hit the nail on the head. The Golden State Warriors plays with so much arrogance because they know they're the better team. And because they know they're the better team, they're not necessarily invested in the outcome of the game like they should be because they they feel like they're just going to out-talent their opponents. So they play, they turn the ball over, they don't they don't play defense cuz they just go down to the other side of the court and just hand it to Durant, Steph Curry. The ball's going to go in. Right. Even though we know we talk about percentages, which means you miss shots sometimes. <laughs> True. Most of us do. They, really. they play with this arrogance about them that, well, we 
we've been here before. You know what I mean? Right. And and it's is no sense of urgency in them like it was before because they haven't been there before. Mm-hmm. So once you take away Kevin Durant, and now we got a scrap. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> We got to actually play. Like everybody. And even that, whoever that guy is on the bench who normally would be you back get in the, KD. You get the previous five quarters that you got out of the Golden State Warriors. Five quarters? Previous five quarters. Kevin Durant went on the third quarter of game five. But they played terrible in the first half yesterday. No, they didn't. Well, Curry did. Curry did. But they played well. Yeah, because they still stayed in the game. Livingston had eight points. He hasn't it, it's taken, He hadn't scored Ooh. eight points all series. <laughs> right? Right. I'm seeing people step up and make plays. That loony guy? Oh, my goodness. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm okay, seeing people. Okay. Pl- like, to me, I was watching <laughs> that loony the game. That loony, yeah, I know, right? But I knew who you were talking about. Yeah. Come on, Looney, I think is yes. his name. So, I'm watching the game, and I'm like, of course, I was somewhere. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't watch the first half. I recorded it, but I had somewhere to go. So, that's one reason I didn't call you back. I had somewhere to go. Oh, and sure. I, and while we were... Never mind. Ain't no point. I'm talking to a brick wall. So anyway, I haven't healed from that yet. <laughs> probably want with the rate you're going. Um, but anyway, um, I was keeping up with the score on ESPN app. Okay. So I saw it was 57, 57. I was like, oh, they're doing. They're actually doing good. Because my <laughs> wife was like, they're finna get washed. That's what I thought. I was like, I don't know. I wasn't. I don't know, but I saw it was tied up at the halftime. When I found out how many points Steph had, <laughs> I said the Warriors are going to win. Yeah. I, if in, if everyone keeps somebody playing, somebody else has to be keeping the boat afloat. Yeah. Right. And once he takes off, it's going to make over. the difference. Right. Needless to say, that's what happened. Fourth quarter. Right. Or second half. I'll be respectful. Yeah. Fourth quarter. Fourth yeah. quarter was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So the, to me, I feel like that's that's been the thing. Like the way the Warriors are playing now has justified my wife's anger towards them. Uh, like you had this in you all the all the line all, yeah. all the time, but you just you just know you're the better team because you got KD and Boogie, and you just like yeah, yeah, you won. We can stumble our way to the NBA Finals. Right, yeah. right. You can't stumble now that KD's gone. Right now, you got to play. Your, yeah, you got to play ball. The basketball, yeah. Right. So it's 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 funny to see the switch make made after KD goes out. Gotcha. Like they're a dangerous team, but for different reasons now. Well, uh, allow me now to go ahead and congratulate them on uh, another NBA title. We'll see. They so won't. you don't think Milwaukee's gonna who? Don't do that. You don't think Milwaukee has a shot? The Brewers? That, that's baseball. Did you have anything else? Are your seasons crossed? Did you have anything else? No. Okay. We can get into these segments, Walker. Let's get let's get let's get the sh- let's get the shutouts. <laughs> you are terrible. I, do you know that? Did you know that you're terrible? What do you think the Bucks are gonna do? I mean, they're not gonna do anything. So are they gonna get out of the East? I, I can't say they will. They won't. But it doesn't matter if they do. This is not this is not the season of the NBA for the Eastern Conference to do anything respect respectable. I mean, look at LeBron. He even went west. Take your time. Don't take your time. No, no, no. Take your time. No, no, no. Take your time. I want you to get all this. Go for it. No, no, no. Don't you don't have to feel rushed. I'm not even rushing you. Go for it. Just I'm good. you good? You sure? No, no, no. Five more seconds. No, I'm good. No, no, no. You need this. You need this.
need this. I crack myself. I know, especially yourself. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Let's get into these segments, Walker. And I'm gonna apologize for my shout out uh, because I'm gonna butcher. Please, her name. please, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, you won't be the first. Okay. So, um, a woman by the name of Ganeshri Moonsami. She's a recent graduate of the Durban University of Technology. Mm. Um, I, I like to story these things. All right, Walker. Let's say, let's say you're a candidate to receive your master's degree, right? And your thesis is so good, they say, you know what? If you want a PhD, we can just go ahead and give you a PhD with this too. Hmm. That's what old uh, young Ghana's I've been calling her to myself was able to accomplish. Wow. So, um, I don't, uh, she, it's about scientific research. If I told you about what her thesis was about, you would wake up probably eight hours from now. So there's value in it. I'm just not going to get into it. I just think it's dope that this woman of color got the Pasco collect $200 and a PhD all in her master's studies. Amazing. Okay. Um, this was a slow week. Um, I'm just to be honest. And as it pertains to, I guess, people doing a lot of positive stuff. Okay. I saw some things, but nothing really stood out. Stood out first. You didn't see any master's candidates getting their doctorates or anything. Yeah. Okay. Didn't see none of that. Well, you took the one that I saw. Did you see that? No. So, um... <laughs> No shout outs for me. You want to go ahead and get into, of course, there's no shortage of people messing up. So you no. want to get into that? Walker, you you and I are both committed listeners of The Breakfast Club. And you know how uh, Charlemagne gives a special attention to people from Florida. I already know where you're going with this. We gotcha. Go well, I'm going to, I'm going to go keep, ahead. I'm going to inherit that energy and keep it the same here on Tipping Point. Let me introduce to you, Walker. A 26-year-old guy by the name of Matthew Aris. Okay? Matt, um, he lives in the great state of Florida. Okay? Mm-hmm. Matt uh, decided at one point he was just tired of uh, people that didn't know how to drive or, you know, sitting in traffic and things like that. So he decided to invest his hard-earned money into police lights. Um, so he would use these lights. He admitted, he admitted this after the fact, but he'd use these lights to get people out of his way. So he wouldn't have to sit in traffic. And, you know, if he got into a, like a little, you know, road rage incident, he'd use these lights to have people kind of back off so he can just do what he wants on the roads. Right. So, uh, Matt ran up on the wrong somebody with these police lights. Uh, he didn't like the way this guy was driving. So he lit him up and the guy never got out of the way. Well, who was the guy, Walker? I'm glad you asked. Um, it happened to be an undercover police officer in an unmarked car. <laughs> so as this unmarked, uh, as this undercover police police officer is getting lit up by Matthew, he says, you know what? I'm not going to get out of this guy's way because I know this guy's fraudulent. But to add icing to the cake, I'm going to call in a real authority <laughs> to come where I am and pull this guy over and deal with this guy. So um, 
that kind of happened. They kind of, you know, were following each other around for a few miles. And then another squad car came up, pulled Matthew over. And Matthew, you know, he, he spilled the beans. He said, look, okay, I'm wrong. I should have done this. Da, da, da. So here's where he played himself, Walker. <laughs> Wait, he hasn't done it yet? Well, well he has. I'm just going to just renounce that. It's worse. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't get worse. It's pretty much the tip of the iceberg. But... If you if you want to impersonate a cop, I guess that's all well and good until you run up on a real cop. <laughs> Matthew, you're Steve's right ear guy. You'll be listening to us soon enough. Okay. Just stupidity, man. So my my player of the week goes out to um, a guy that you know very well. Um, he is. Drafted by, he was originally drafted by the Los Angeles Lakers and is the current starting point guard for the Brooklyn Nets. Oh. D'Angelo Russell. How does it feel? It's like he's come full circle. So, many of you know of D'Angelo Russell um, by Recordgate. By Recordgate, mm-hmm. you remember that, that terrible incident where Nick Young or or as we know him as Swaggy P um spilling his just spilling his guts stop snitching right about <laughs> running in behind his then girlfriend Iggy Azalea right right D'Angelo's recording this makes it public right I don't understand why, but we're going to get into why he's player of the week today. Cause that, that same line of thinking that, that told him that that made a lot of sense probably was existence in this one. Yeah. Right. So of course he gets labeled a snitch exile from the locker room. Then was it GM magic was, Oh, Magic was, was he wasn't he was involved, but I don't know. Yeah. Then, then magic Johnson, um, got rid of him and ended up drafting Lonzo Ball. Right. Right. So this year, the magic left, but enough about a that. whole nother story, <laughs> whole nother story. D'Angelo Russell had one of the greater comeback stories in the NBA this year. He was very quiet. NBA all-star. Was, yeah. Even, even snuck a victory in. Was it against, was it, was it Philly? I think it was Philly. First round. First round. Yes. Yes. And he balled out. Yes. Um, had a great year. Great bounce back year. Proving everybody wrong. And may still continue to do so on the court. <laughs> Let's talk about his antics off the court yet again. Right? So he was traveling somewhere. And, and think of New York's LaGuardia Airport. Yes. I think it was his carry-on bag. Or he went through security check. And they found weed in his Arizona tea or uh, can, an empty can. So many questions here. So many (laughs) questions here. Now, I don't, I don't smoke. Okay. Neither do I. But I'm just going to operate off of some assumptions if I was in the league and smoke. Okay. Okay. I think he was traveling to Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Because he's from, he's from Louisville area. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, number one. How bad is the Kush in Kentucky? You just you just had to smuggle some of that good old Brooklyn good good with you. Like it must the, the weed must that be trash. <laughs> so if I'm in the, from Louisville, I'm offended, 
right? Right. Like, you, what, what, what are you we, trying we to say about work? Our, right. We got that good, good, right? <laughs> we got the, that bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, no wildcat. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, number one. Number two, you must not have a weed man. Right? Right. And I would think you being an NBA player, you have it on concierge service. Yes. Right? And if you're really smart, you got somebody in your entourage handling all that for you. You got a handler. Yeah. Right? Right. Three, who drinks Arizona tea cans? <laughs> who raised these Negroes, Gatry? The internet. <laughs> Dumb internet. Right. Okay. <laughs> who does that? The same rationale that thought it was okay to tape Swaggy P being very open and candid clearly told you that it's okay to smuggle weed <laughs> through an Arizona empty Arizona. They'll never look in this. <laughs> if I carry on, they don't have technology to see through an Arizona an Arizona can. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell is my player of the week. Here's a seat. Pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's the player of the week. So um, that's all I got, man. Let's uh, again, let's close out and let's wish our mothers a happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, mom. And love you, mom. Mom in law. Oh, um, mother in law. Sister. Thank you, sister. Um, yeah. Sister in law. There you go. So, okay. yeah. So, ha- ha- to all the mothers, my aunts, all of y'all, I mean, happy Mother's Day. Uh, and. It, Ignore Gatry in his rant early on in the episode. He's going to be there right there at your beck and call. Um, whatever you like that day. I mean, your your wish is his command. As I have been every other day. He's just venting, okay? I mean, it's a safe space for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to create that for him. And I try. And then you trash me. <laughs> I mean, you got to get to the try first, right? right? And then trash <laughs> Yeah, it's a setup. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, every time. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you guys for listening, supporting us. Go out there and follow us on our social media platforms and go to thetippingpoint.com yes. for our content and previous recordings. And uh, thanks again for listening. Again, this is the Tipping Point Podcast. Yeah.